0: Hey, I'm Mike Bruce, the founder and CEO of Visible. As you scale your company, having the right guides at your side can make all of the difference. Each episode we'll talk to fellow founders, investors, and experts. We'll dive into their zone of genius as well as hear about their past mistakes to give you a better chance of success. This podcast is for Founders by Founders. This is the Founders Forward.
1: Alright, Zach and Matt. Appreciate you guys coming on. First things first, we'd love to just get started with who you guys are, what Clay is, just give us the one minute elevator pitch on on you all.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Thanks, Clay. Um, Really, really thankful to be here. Thank you for having us. Um, Zach and I, our story is kind of intertwined with Clay a little bit. And so we've known each other for a little over seven years now. And um, as with all things Clay related, it's based on our relationship. we got to know each other when we were working on our first startups and it and they both spectacularly imploded solely because of people reasons um and that became our bonding point and so we talked about uh, a lot of things and one of the things the theme that we kept coming back to was this idea that you got to get people right um, and that followed us throughout our relationship. Uh, i followed zach through his career at goldman while i went to uh, work on a marketing analytics company called castora uh, YC company that got sold, and eventually uh, our paths uh, crossed again once we were both deciding on our next thing. And uh, this theme of people and thinking about people, uh, especially through the lens of software, came came up. And for us, um, just because of our backgrounds of being first generation immigrants, um, we felt that a lot of software is very transactional and, and business-minded. when the most fundamental think about human relationships is that it's not right and so uh, thinking through. Our past of, of both engineering and design, we came together and built a prototype and that prototype was clay, which is a beautiful home for all your people uh, and all your relationships and we help you be more thoughtful with them and that's that's it in a nutshell.
1: Love it um, so clay has been around how many years now when did you guys get started on it.
0: Uh, beginning of 2019 and of 2018. Uh, and we've been working on it, uh, starting from just the two of us to uh, to a team now. And uh, yeah, loving every day of it.
1: Yeah. So you guys have scaled up quite a bit since then. You want to talk a little bit more just about the early days of acquiring
2: that first customer and just getting over the cold start problem?
0: Yeah. Zach, you want to share a little bit yeah. about that?
2: Yeah. So when we when we started, we, we knew... Um, that this was a real problem for ourselves, and we tried to um, really ask a bunch of questions to um, early users and people that we knew, um, and we tried to figure out. You know, I think uh, is this is this a problem that um, extends beyond tech and VC? Um, and if it is, um, how do we communicate it? How do we how do we solve it in a way that's innovative and different than anything that's come before? Um, and so we did a lot of user interviews. We um, we talk to uh, politicians, we talk to people in finance, we talk to um, doctors, um, we've recently had a veterinarian sign up and we talked to him for a while. It's, it's a lot of very different uh, types of people um, that all have the same sort of universal problem, which is um, A lot of people in the back of their heads, they have that feeling that nagging feeling of like, hey, that anxiety of I I didn't talk to this person or I forgot their birthday or and that's a that's a terrible feeling for for everyone. Um, And then there's that like really exciting feeling there's the like oh my God, this person is great I want to spend more time with them the coffee meeting that goes way over Um, And I think everybody has both of those. and it's not just you know people in the in the tech and VC community. It's it's much broader than that. And so um, we did a bunch of user interviews. We did a bunch of prototyping. Um, we showed it to a lot of people um, and basically said, "Hey, can we make um, can we reduce that anxiety and amplify that sort of really exciting feeling?" And so um, we at the same time um, wrote up this sort of a manifesto. It's the story on our homepage. Um, about david rockefeller and and that was a um something that had come up in research and something that we had also had read way back and that was about um you know obviously david rockefeller um you know very wealthy family uh, but what people don't know is that he was the sort of black sheep of the family in a lot of ways um he wasn't as extroverted he um he had a lot of trouble sort of um you know uh remembering the people that were important in his life and so he came up with this System um, where he would have an index card and he would write down where he met someone and um, you know what they chatted about and maybe what you know even if he was hosting people at, at his house what they had for dinner that night um, and by the end of his life he had a hundred thousand index cards and two hundred thousand notes about everyone from Eisenhower to Lyndon Johnson and Bill Gates and Nelson Mandela and so um, you know he made it his purpose in life to be really thoughtful with people and people felt that like people really you know it wasn't transactional it was not um, you know uh, it wasn't something that he was doing um, for any end. It was more that like he wanted to remember that and and be able to pick up a conversation where it left off in a lot of ways. And so it turns out a lot of different people that we talked to across industry just had similar journeys and solutions. And so um, we put up that story. We put up the prototype, a video of the prototype that we had had at the time, um, and uh, we just tweeted about it. We said, hey, just, you know, here's here's our thinking. Um, We know this is a problem, we want to solve this, and we want to do it in a way that is um, respectful of your privacy, we also want to do it in a way that's really beautiful and enjoyable to use and nobody, you know, we've used everything over the past 10 years, nobody had really cracked that. And so, um, tweeted about it, we had, um, you know, it was that trickle of sort of people that we knew sort of amplifying it, and then it really blew up. And it was, you know, when you start getting um, people that you don't know anymore and people reaching out and saying, hey, I need this right now. This is exactly what I was hoping for. Um, That was like a really special moment for both of us. I remember, you know, jumping on the phone with Matt and being like, what is going on here? Uh, And so that was the, that was the moment where we realized that there was something we had something really special and we had, we had tapped into a feeling that is really meaningful to a lot of people. And uh, from there, we, you know, those early um, signups were, uh, you know, we really dive, dove in deep with them. We said, Hey, um, you know, we don't ha- you know, the product is not where we want it to be, you know, long-term, you know, we're starting with a, you know, a small version. Um, we want to make sure you're a good fit for it. Um, we sat down with every user and we onboarded our first hundred or 200 users manually. We sat down, on uh, on a zoom call and, you know, it was scheduled for 15 minutes and it ended up going for some of them an hour, an hour and a half. And people told us, Their wish list and what they wanted and what didn't work and what they've tried and they'd give us CSVs for us to import and that was a that was you know the process for the first year even until now we we still do do those onboarding calls with people Um, but that was the first sort of year was was very closely iterating with a group of people um, that had signed up and expressed interest and Matt anything to add on that that I'm forgetting
0: no that's the as good as it gets
2: (laughs) yeah that was a good answer i
1: think now that you're three years in or close to three years in have you narrowed down who this problem is felt by the most or like who's the icp or like ideal customer profile for you guys because i could see how this is obviously a pain point within the tech world and vc world like anything that's a relationships driven business just trying to get like a better understanding so of some uh, non-obvious careers which is like which are customers for you all
0: yeah and i think i think for us actually (laughs) we proved the inverse which was this is um as zach mentioned this is a universal problem and it's not something um that's faced by a specific set of people and so the the job that that we've been trying to crack for the last three years is to tease out the commonalities between all these things and so for us that really means you know it's in our Uh, tagline right like be more thoughtful with people Um, essentially no matter what job you do if some element of your job is people facing you're going to need clay and you're going to benefit from clay so for us is to look at how all these different um, fields talk about those problems and say like hey like actually what you're saying is the same thing and one example of this is like cool like let's take a field like finance right you wouldn't even think that anyone in finance has this problem or Maybe they do, and so we talked to a bunch of people in finance and we, we understood that like you know the way they talk about the problem is very specific to their vertical so they start reaching for tools like excel and they start talking about. Like banking and meetings and these all these different things, and so you just realize, like there's this thin veneer on top of the same thing and. Like Zach said, like you know we talked to veterinarians we even uh onboarded a doula um, in, in the Midwest who. Is trying to uh, keep uh, keep track of expected mothers right and so they all have that same need and for us it's, it's not so much like trying to find the icp it's more around can we cater to all these these segments uh, with the same product and i think it, it's funny because when you read a lot of startup advice like they tell you to focus in on that person and for us like we just focused in on that problem and we felt like the audience just came to us um, because if you put up if you speak in a language that they understand, like it's almost like a, like a siren call, right? People understand that. And so, yeah, that's, that's, I don't know if that's the answer you wanted, but uh, it's been our findings for the last three years.
1: Yeah, no, it's good. I think it's also good just to not take the same startup advice as everybody else. Like, I feel like, yeah, I'm just thinking like, Oh, what do I read on blogs or on Twitter? It's like, yeah, get like a really specific customer profile, dominate that, expand once you, like figure out that niche. Um, you got done it an opposite way,
2: which I think speaks volumes to what you've done. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And no. oh sorry, go ahead, Zach.
2: No, I was gonna say that the I think we do have personas for sure, um, but they're much more like personality based and they're much more sort of like, you know, there there's a lot more in common between some of those jobs that we described than you would think. Um, and it really just comes down to, you know, what you're trying to remember about the people in your life. And for some people, it's more personal or professional. For some people, um, you know, we talk a little bit, you know, about like love languages. Like for some people, it's a birthday. For some people, it's a coffee meeting and sitting down. For some people, it's, um, you know, just constant touch points on on the phone. Um, and they really like, and uh, diving into that and understanding uh, those personas from more of like a psychographic behavioral level as opposed to like, oh, you're a doctor. Like that's not, um, that's helpful in, in certain industries. But for us, because it's so, um, you know, people in relationships are so nuanced and so human and personal, um, that stuff ends up being a little bit more uh, harder to describe on like a surface level.
1: Totally, totally makes sense. What is one piece of advice you guys would give someone starting a company?
0: Um, I don't know if there's if there's one golden rule, but for us, the closest one, and uh, it goes back to what Zach and you know what we were talking about at the top, which was, um, you can't not over index on people. You always have to uh, make sure you're getting that right. And so, you know, when we were uh, you know even finding clay in our own relationship, we had a history, a base of seven years to rely on, right? And that was that was key to really making clay work because a lot of what you're doing when you're starting a company, is you're convincing a group of folks to come on this journey with you, and there's going to be rough waters. There's going to be things to celebrate with, and you know, if you don't get that component right, like everything crumbles. And you can have a successful business, you can have all these things, but if you don't have that fundamental thing figured out, like you're setting yourself up for for a world, world of hurt, essentially, or even failure, uh, which we've seen to a lot of our friends and even happen to ourselves. So um, that that's one bit. Um, I don't know, Zach, do you have do you have something too
2: yeah I think uh, my uh, and Matt and I joke about this being one that we've discovered um over and over again, but I think it's very easy to um, this is more minor, but uh, you know, I think it's very easy to overthink a lot of these um, pieces of outreach when you're when you're building a company, and um there's so many you're you're always reaching out to somebody, a, a potential customer, a potential investor, you're pitching people constantly users. Um, and after a while, you you sort of get in your own head and think that those are the the biggest possible decisions, and, and everything needs to be perfectly worded. And um, if I just had this one line, you know, I would have gotten that deal or whatever that is. And I think uh, having the constant reminder of of just send the email, just just make the call, just reach out, um, because uh, I think over time you realize that. It's just the matter of getting in front of a person, and and there's no, you know, the minute details around uh, writing or wording or having, you know, that additional slide in your deck. At the end of the day, it's it's going to work or it's not, and and I think for a lot of us who are a little bit more perfectionist or a little bit more um, sort of, uh, you know, uh, really hoping for the the exact right thing at the exact right time, it's easy to getting your own way in, in some of those things. And so that we found that at our first startups and we found, you know, it's still true today, just, just on the email, it's going to be fine. If it, if they're interested, they'll, they'll read it and respond. If not, they won't, um, it's a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, yeah. That's it.
1: But, yeah. I mean, like worst case scenario, they don't respond. Like it's an asymmetric, yeah. <laughs>
2: like
1: best case exactly. scenario, really <laughs> yeah. worst case scenario, they just don't respond. So yeah, shot. Um, what is a small change that each of you have made that's made a big difference in your lives?
0: Um, I really like this question. I have a slightly glib answer and also, you know, a more serious answer. Uh, my my glib answer is uh, a thermos. It's been a complete game changer to have constantly available hot a hot beverage by your by your computer, especially when you're sitting on zoom all day uh, in this new uh, in this new world we're in, where we change our computers um the the less more profound answer to me specifically is just understanding where people are coming from and I think um, we get caught up a lot in our own emotions uh, when we're talking to folks and um a really powerful thing that helped me realize and you know connect with folks more is understanding where they're coming from and just approaching approaching um, every conversation with the sort of uh, empathy that, that someone is going through something that you don't understand. And so it'll make a lot clearer um, the things, the actions that people take, um, whether it's good or positive, if you understand that. And so you, you approach every conversation with this idea of like trying to bridge a gap rather than trying to solve a problem or trying to fight someone or trying to do something. And it's a very small difference because it's literally a mindset shift at the beginning of every call. But it makes a huge impact on the outcomes of those conversations, and it leads to uh, a more lasting, true, truer relationship. Uh, and this this applies to anyone. So that's something that's that's been really helpful for me.
2: I don't think I have a great answer for this. Um, I let me let me think through this for a second. Um, Matt, is there a change you've seen me make? A small change that has been good.
0: Um, Zach. I can go on and on about all the wonderful qualities of my co-founder Zach, but I mean, I think I think one of the things that I appreciate most about him is um, the energy he brings. Um, on on that same note, like every conversation that you go into with Zach, you leave it better, and I think um, that energy is is something that I don't know if it's something that he's changed. I think that's just who he is, but it's been it's been something that I noticed a lot, and you know, it's it's a remarkable, it's a remarkably rare um, quality, and I appreciate it. So I don't know if that's, uh, yeah, I don't that's know if that's, much, that's... very nice.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of small changes that I've made recently. Um, one, one that might be interesting, um, have started... Uh, uh, a lot of people um, espouse the importance of journaling. That's not one that ever stuck with me, um, but um have been trying it uh for the past few months um in day one which is a fantastic app um i think automatic now owns it um the company behind wordpress but um super private super um beautiful um and they have little prompts and so it helps you just be a little bit more introspective i think for a lot of people you're running a million miles an hour and uh it's helpful to sit down and think about Personal and professional things, with a little bit more of a introspective mindset. Um, it doesn't take that much time, and uh, it uh, definitely helps you summarize and, and synthesize your thoughts um, from the day. So, that's that's a tiny one. Yeah, I've heard that
1: answer from a couple other people too. Just like, I don't know, we're bombarded with other information from different sources like just being conscious with your own thoughts and being able to think clearly i think the best way to do that is just writing your thoughts down and being able to return to them so you're not just being programmed by the stuff you're looking at but i don't know i've heard that same piece of uh feedback from a couple couple other people and probably a reminder for me to start doing it myself last question i got for you guys if you had one ask for a listener as would to be
2: Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, and this is something that we sort of espouse at Clay um, and that we believe, uh, and Matt touched on it a little bit, um, but um, if you have a kind thought or, um, you know, something that you wanna tell someone, um, you know, they need to hear it and hearing a compliment sort of makes people's day. Um, I think we, uh, you know, I think in relationships and in, uh, you know, in relationships and in sort of interpersonal dynamics, um, there's a lot of negativity in the world um, and people over-index on it. You read one bad thing or you have one bad thing happen in your day and sort of ruins your day. And so it takes 10 10 good things to overcome that. And so um, we're trying to 10X the positivity in the world um, and bring a little bit, you know, a smile to people's uh, faces and a little bit more joy. And, um, you know, that that starts with people and, you know, the people on this, podcast listening to this podcast too. So um, you know, it, it's a small thing. Um it's a it's a one ask, but if there's somebody who you're thinking, you know, you should thank today, just shoot them, shoot them a text. Um if there's somebody who um you know maybe their birthday just happened and you forgot, just say like, hey, sorry, happy birthday and hope you're well. And um it'll bring it always brings a smile to people's faces. Um and if that's at all interesting as a as a thing that you want to do more frequently, um, definitely sign up for clay um, clay dot earth um, or clay HQ on Twitter, um, give us a follow say hi, um, give it a try. Um, it's, you know, it for for a lot of people it's, uh, we hear crazy stories of uh, it bringing whether it's a new friend or a, you know, a new deal or somebody that you forgot for a while that you, uh, you want to reconnect with. Um, that's what we love doing. So that's the ask. Um, Matt, anything to?
0: Be kind, smile more. But, you know, plus, plus one, everything's accent as well.
2: Yeah, that's easier. <laughs> that's a much more simple way to say it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, cool. That
1: wraps up questions. I got anything else you guys want to touch on before I before I say bye?
0: Um. I think we covered covered a lot of it. Is there anything else interesting that we can we can talk about we specifically um, clay or
1: um I don't know. I feel like I just wanted to I wanted to get the high rundown on on you guys. I feel like I got it. Um, Zach, we had talked earlier or last time we spoke about your fundraising needs. I guess that is that coming up in the spring? Or are you guys delaying that or how are you guys thinking about that?
2: Yeah, I think we're, um, it, we're not actively fundraising, but, uh, you know, I think opportunistically sometime, you know, could happen this year, could happen sooner or later, we have the runway to, you know, not need to do it, but, um, you know, we're, we're always sort of people first. So we want to, um, meet great people and, uh, find a partner that believes in the mission too. Um, and so we just. We like having those chats, Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Sort of, we're having those now and continuing those. But um, yeah, that's how that's how Forerunner came together, and um, you know, brand brand alignment, mission alignment, um, and just great people. And so um, we're hoping for, you know, similarly um, that to happen over time. Cool.
1: So it makes sense. Yeah. Um. Well, cool. I said I wasn't going to eat up. Too much else. Uh, want to stick to that promise?
0: No, this is really fun. And, and separately, like I feel like we rambled on for the last thirty minutes. <laughs> We'd love to, to learn about you and some of your learnings because I think it's kind of cool. You get to talk to a lot of smart folks. And I, I would just want to throw the question back to you. Like, what what are yeah, some of the yeah. like, surprising slash things that you've learned that you've sort of like taken 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 in? Because you you get to talk to so many people.
1: Yeah, good question. I think. The people that are most interesting to talk to are the ones with their own original thought. Like I feel like right away you can kind of tell if somebody's just like kind of sugarcoating answers or like telling you what they think you want to hear. Um, I just love talking to people that just like off the cuff, just like rattle off stuff, like what pops in their head or just like independent thinkers. Those people are interesting. Um, I think I've started talking to a lot more people that just have built up, a library of content online like building up a brand is obviously super important right now there's a million different ways to do that um but again like i think the people that stand out when building out a brand are just doing something different than the pack so i think that's been interesting to like see how different people are talking and think about that and some other things to learn there's a lot of cool startups out there <laughs> it's overwhelming it's not a good time to be a pc in my opinion
0: <laughs> yeah um, should definitely um, be building more stuff um i i really like that and i i think you're, you're absolutely right like it's the first step is the courage or the conviction to share your thoughts even if it goes against like the grain of the common wisdom and then the second thought is like it's really hard to come up with original thinking it's so much easier to like you know fall on what what's cool what everyone else is saying um yeah But, um, finding those people, people, people are hard and even rarer. Yeah. I was
1: guilty of it. Like first few years, like I was just essentially saying and doing everything that other people were telling me to do. I was like, all right, like literally impossible to stand out doing this. Like I'm going to be banging my head (laughs) against a wall for 10 years. If I keep playing this game and like made a change and it's made a pretty big impact over the last like year or so just doing it and trying to be a little different, so. Yeah, I guess that's like a piece of advice to anybody listening. It's like play a different game than everybody else. You can't win in the current game, like play a different game, change the rules.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, on that point, like people feel like they've been given the game, right? When yeah. you can, add, you actually have a lot more say in that. You can redefine it, you can change it, you can <laughs> not play if you want. And I think yeah. most people don't even like consider that. And it's kind of this like mental unlock. Like once you do that, you're like, oh my God, like I'm going from... Um, a participant to like a creator. And that's 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 insanely powerful. Oh, I love that. Um, thank you for sharing that, Clay.
1: Yeah, 100%. How'd you guys determine the name Clay? I don't know how I didn't open up with that question (laughs) this is is Matt's story
2: here we go let's go
0: yeah no usually I ask folks like why do you think we named Clay Clay and we get really awesome answers um but the the truth of the matter is we wanted something so far away from something technical sounding you know you have these like really (laughs) not even words you know like LinkedIn and you know Twitter and like they're just like kind of random and so we said let's try and imbue something with meaning and clay clay felt like a vessel that we could we could imbue meaning to and for us um some of the best ones we, we feel like is that you know relationships are this constantly like very like earthy thing that you're constantly molding and creating and shaping and forming and it was short it was memorable uh and we, we both really liked it um so um, and, and we had a fantastic um designer the same designer who um worked on the Instagram logo and Oculus, uh, Mackie Saturday, uh, work on the word mark, uh, and he did a great job. So uh, <laughs> um, it came together pretty early on. Uh, we, and you know, partially going to the fact that we wanted something um, that sort of stood out. And mo- most people ask us why. So yeah. <laughs> that's- We uh, but I like yeah.
1: it. Good choice. Thank you. All right, fellas. I will let y'all get back to it. Again, thank you so much. That's been awesome. And yeah, have a great rest of y'all's day.
2: Appreciate cool. it. Thank Thanks, you Clay. See you, fellas. Bye. Bye.